Okay, today we're going to talk about a person with a very inspiring story. He was a child soldier and is now a music artist, an actor, an author, and a political activist. This person's name is Emmanuel Jao. Emmanuel Jao was born in southern Sudan and took the birthday January 1st, 1980 because he doesn't know when his real birthday was. His parents named him Jao Jock and he was raised Christian by his mother along with his two sisters and two brothers. Early in his life, Sudan became involved in a civil war which was mostly between the Muslims and the Christians. His family supported the SPLA, which stood for Sudan People's Liberation Army, and his father left his job as a policeman to become an SPLA commander. Jal and his family moved around a lot during the war, and when he was about six years old, his mother died and him and his siblings were left to fend for themselves. Later, his father sent soldiers to collect Jal to go to school in Ethiopia when Jal was about seven years old. The journey to Ethiopia was very long, hot, and miserable, full of death, no food, many people starved. When they finally reached Ethiopia at a place called Pinyudu, Jal was at first very excited. His spirits must have sunk so low when he finally took a look around because that place was as miserable, if not more miserable, than the march he had just finished. It was full of diseases such as measles, whooping cough, and chicken pox. And it was just altogether a miserable place. Dead and dying people on the ground, people starving to death. At some point in that place, Jal saw a child soldier, which they called Jesh Amer. This became his new dream, to become a child soldier and fight for his country. Him and many other boys were later inspired by a speech of SPLA officer and left to begin training to become a soldier. At training, Jal was repeatedly beaten. He was forbidden to have friends and was taught to obey orders without question. He was physically, emotionally, and psychologically abused as the hate inside him grew and grew. When he finally passed training, Jao was incredibly proud to be a soldier and he was ready to kill his enemies. At this point, he was only about nine years old. He went back to Pinyudu for a while, but wanted to see action and ran away to a different town to fight. He was taken back to Pinyudu and punished and even thrown in a hole in the ground and only let out to fight Ethiopian rebels. The battle against the rebels was a lost cause and Jal ran away to save his life like any sane person would do. He eventually, along with other soldiers, made his way to a town called Juba, which was the capital of South Sudan. There in Juba, he met John Garang, who was an important leader of SPLA. He went to the front lines and was full of hate that made him brutally kill men, an instance that traumatized him and that he couldn't talk about for a very long time afterwards. He later defected with other soldiers and joined Dr. Reek Makar in his organization, SPLA Nasser. They marched from Juba to Wat to join SPLA Nasser 
And that journey took three months. During that journey, countless people starved to death. There was no food to be found. They had to forage for everything. The heat was unbearable. And Jal at one point was so hungry he almost resorted to cannibalism. Out of the 200 to 400 soldiers who started the journey, only about 16 actually made it to Wat. In that town, Jal met a soldier, not a soldier, a woman named Emma, who was from England. Emma and Jal formed a connection and quickly became fast friends. Emma started calling Jal Emmanuel, which was a name Jal picked for a couple reasons. One was that he had been told the name means God is with us, and the other was that the name Emmanuel was so closely related to the name Emma. Emma saw the intelligence in Emmanuel and snuck him out of Sudan to Kenya when he was about 13 years old. Emmanuel went to school in Kenya but did not fit in. He was constantly bullied by the other kids and haunted by his experiences of war. In November 1993, Emma died and Emmanuel was devastated. He felt like he was once again alone in the world. He continued going to school thanks to the Emma Fund, which Emma's friends contributed to. He moved homes a lot and was expelled from many schools because of his fighting. In 1999, he debated killing a man over a disagreement. He eventually decided not to. He decided to walk away and forgive the man, and I think this is a turning point in his life. Another woman who had a great influence on his life was his friend's mother, Mrs. Mumo. She was a generous and loving soul who gave everything to those in need. She gave her money, she gave her food, she even gave her home. She taught Jao Emmanuel, she taught Emmanuel Jao about good men like Martin Luther King who found peace as the answer, not violence. She taught him forgiveness and that God would forgive him and he needed to forgive his enemies to find peace. Thanks to her, Emmanuel became Christian again, he found Jesus, he forgave his enemies, and he finally started dealing with the trauma that had been locked up inside of him for so long. One day on a bus, he heard a song by a rapper called Puff Daddy that was speaking to him about his faith and about Jesus. This song really connected with him and sent him a message and he started thinking about making his own. He wrote his own song and used it to raise money for Cassie, which was a program he founded to help lost boys like him start a new life and receive education. Him and his friends then formed a group for music and started performing around the year 2000. His friends, however, did not feel the same responsibility towards music and towards the program that Emmanuel felt, and Emmanuel eventually went solo. He remained dedicated to his dream, and he got his song into the number one spot on a radio show hosted by DJ Mose. He also got his song, Praise the Lord, on a, f- a very well-known gospel music program on TV. He kept gaining fans and writing songs, 
and his popularity kept going up. Emmanuel eventually started writing songs not just about how Jesus had saved him and helped him find peace, but also about his experiences in the war. He started really connecting to his audience. A big moment in his music career was when he was invited to sing the Live 8 concert, which was a huge event in which he shared his message with countless people. He continues writing songs today and sends messages through those music. Emmanuel Jal once said, Music. It's the only thing that can enter your system, your mind, your heart without your permission. He uses it to send his messages of love, forgiveness, and peace and to help his organizations such as WWP, which stands for Worldwide Peace, whose goal is to raise awareness on fundamental principles of justice, equality, and freedom for all through the power of music. He also founded a charity named Gua Africa, which provides educational programs for those affected by the war and displacement in East Africa and especially in Kenya. Today, Emmanuel Jal lives in Toronto, Canada and continues writing his songs and participating in very important movements such as WWP. He has six albums out right now and he even wrote an autobiography about his life in the war. Emmanuel Jao used his experiences from the war and transformed himself through music, found forgiveness, found peace, found Jesus, and is now helping others find the same and help those in need.